0: and gentlemen you're listening to the verse cast the best damn star citizen podcast my name is john abraham and i'm jimmy croker no i'm not you're not jimmy croker i am pip boy
1: and i'm about you're to not pip boy <laughs> i'm about to become really popular i'm going to be about to become
0: everybody's best friend pip boy is already pretty popular mm, yeah well i think everybody recognizes my little sister has that That uh, Fallout Shelter game on her iPod. Nice. Yeah. Nice. So I was going to... Okay, so in
1: Fallout... um, Is Fallout the original Vault Hunter game or is uh, Borderlands?
0: Fallout, you're not hunting vaults. You're escaping vaults. Oh. So it's the opposite. So
1: at any point when you're escaping the vault, should you expect to see a vault Vault Hunter
0: coming the other direction? Uh, I mean, I guess they're Vault Bandits, maybe. Hmm. I've only played a little bit of New Vegas. That's the only one that I played. Yeah, I I actually haven't finished one of them, but I own all of them on Steam. I I don't know. I I'm I have Fallout Four. I already purchased it. I have it pre-loaded, uh-huh. and I'm really excited to play it. Well, I think uh, when we
1: get done recording tonight, it's going to be just about that time, isn't it? Yeah, it will. <laughs> uh, John, you going to call in t- late for work uh, tonight, or you going to? Try- I'm
0: calling late to work this whole week.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, you know what? I'm and I'm guessing that there's going to be a higher incidence of fallout flu than there
0: was for Halo flu. Oh yeah, for sure. I, Halo 5 kind of flew under the radar for everybody, I think, this year. I mean, even I wasn't even really keeping that close of tabs on the release date. Uh, but I always. Halo is the kind of game where I always buy it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just there wasn't that much hype around Halo. And I think Fallout is going to be the biggest game this year, hands down, yeah. at least critically. I almost pushed that button today but my my computer my current
1: computer is right at the bottom end uh CPU-wise on the minimum spec really? chart yeah I got an i5 2370 I think Oh wow Yeah so my graphics card would probably handle it but uh my CPU is a bit uh, a bit lacking so
0: Yeah I seem to remember those Bethesda games are kind of um more CPU heavy than GPU Mm yeah so
1: Anyway, i got a buddy that's got PS4, and he's uh, he's sitting in front of it right now waiting for uh, that magic moment, so um, I think I'll It's going to be magic. Yeah, I'll end up going over there and, and helping him out, I think. so. Well, you know what? I am actually not Pip-Boy. I am Gleep, and this is... Um, what are we? This is those guys with ships? No, we are... <clears throat> This is episode 52 of the Versecast, our official Star <laughs> Citizen podcast. And today is November 9th, 2945. Your time and place may vary. Thank you, Ronald Jenkins. The intro outro song is slow to spring, a little bit mellower, um, you know, for the winter. You can find it, along with all of his other fine music, at ronaldjenkies.com So now, John, uh, click on the link there, if you haven't already. And how cool... Oops, nope, that's the wrong link. Ha! <laughs> Boy, I should system test these things, no! should I? No! <laughs> Jar Jar Binks theories. Get them out of here. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I didn't do that on purpose. That would have been mean. Oh. It was supposed to be a link um, uh, to an article about the guy. Um, uh, you know, on am more serious note, The fellow that has uh, terminal cancer uh, who uh, oh, yeah. the, the interwebs got behind and uh, hashtagged uh, the force for Daniel. Was that his name, Daniel? I, I, if I'm if I've got that wrong, sounds I, familiar. I, I apologize. I'm not trying to make light of it, but anyway, I think we had mentioned it last week on the community show. And uh, for folks that don't know. Uh, the mouse came through and went to um, uh, went to the guy's house and showed him Star Wars The Force Awakens um, so that he could be sure to see it uh, um, while he still had time left. And I think that that's very, very cool. And
0: uh, Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, it
1: makes me um, all the more excited to see the movie and um, uh, pay no attention at all to any Jar Jar Binks theories. But when it happens, you heard it here first. Or... Most recently (laughs) So Anyway um, From CIG uh, This week We uh, Or this Yeah since last time We did get a monthly studio You know what we keep Every time this happens We keep forgetting to do this Jimmy's not here this week We should We should mention We should mention When one of the guys Is not present Wait who The other guy You know Who's that Oh that Yeah that other guy Yeah the DJ You know him Oh the DJ (laughs) Yeah uh, yeah, Jimmy um, is traveling. I think he went to um, he went to a con back east, and I apologize. Was it Comic Con? Is there a Comic Con in Boston? Is that where he went? Uh, I think it was. Was it was it PAX PAX Rhode Island? Uh, it was a. Con. I didn't, I've never even heard of it. It was a con, and I believe he was uh, uh, flying back there to take his son to the con, and so I haven't seen any report. So I, I, I'm assuming he had a good time, and I look forward to hearing his report when he gets back. So, um, and I think he should be back uh, either late tonight or tomorrow. So, anyway, we um, uh, we uh, we will miss him this week, uh, both on this show and on the next show. Uh, but um, uh, you know, our well wishes for a good time have gone with him. Does that make sense? Sure, all right. So we did get a monthly studio report, and um, you know these the studio reports. I don't know about you, John, but I you know I, I say check them out for the pictures and the videos. If nothing else, um, they all yeah. they have a lot of words in them, you know, and uh, and the words they're all blue, blue on a black background, which you know for me is just you know real quick. But
0: although not as bad as that, um, uh, Chris's letter. Reply to the escapist letter. I think was kind of hard to read. Yeah, that looked like a bad scan. Yeah, it was. Wo- it, but I think it was actual text. I don't know. They were trying to make it look like a letter. Yeah. Excuse- it didn't
1: really work. Excuse me for just a second.
0: <coughs> this will be a phlegm cast. Thank you very much. Phlegmcast. Hmm.
1: All right. Um, so anyway, um, check out the uh, the monthly re- uh, studio report for the pictures and the videos. Um, my vote is for Laura Croft winning the Santa Monica Halloween costume contest. So if you haven't seen that, check that out. And there's also um, a Reliant White Box video, which is very, very cool and uh, made me really, really sad that I melted mine. Arr. Um, and then they also had links to the full uh, CitizenCon presentation again. If you hadn't seen it, and how could you have not seen it? Uh, the Alpha 2.0 press demo, which you may may not have seen if you watched the live presentation, and uh, an interview with Gary Oldman, and much much more. So, um, all really good stuff. Definitely go um, go check that out. It is in the Com Link All section of the RSI website.
0: That isn't a white box. What? It's not a white box. Well, yeah. It has color. No, no. Yeah, the in the inside of the Reliant.
1: Oh, that image oh, oh, yeah, oh, well, yeah. But I mean, but the outside is all is all looks like a, a fossil or something.
0: Oh, I must have missed the outside one. The inside one is nice. It looks roomy in there.
1: Okay, I'm looking at the... Are we looking at different... I'm talking about the video. The video, the video.
0: Oh, okay. Vid- I'm talking about the post itself. At the top, there's a nice image of the inside of the Vanguard.
1: Yes, yes. That is that is one of the pretty pictures I alluded to. Uh, but the MISC Reliant White Box Takeoff. Oh, okay. Yeah. I wonder what, why do they use... Why would somebody use Vimeo rather than YouTube for
0: posting... Uh, Video content. I think they like Vimeo because they can um, customize the player more. Oh, okay. Does uh, YouTube have uh, have restrictions and such? YouTube used to let you change like the colors of certain elements, Mm -hmm. um, but they removed that functionality a while ago. And I think Vimeo is just more preferred for uh, professional. Hosting. I'm honestly, I'm not quite sure. I think it's mostly just because they can change the colors of the player.
1: Yeah. It's interesting. Cause I mean, they, they post some content to the YouTube, you know, all the, uh, interviews and, uh,
0: ATV, RTV, all that stuff. Yeah. Um, I think, I mean, YouTube is better for consuming content on YouTube. Uh, Vimeo is, if you go to the Vimeo website, it's mostly just like indie films and stuff. Oh, uh, and like a lot of music videos too, right? I don't. I mean, maybe it's changed, but I never remember seeing that kind of stuff there. Mm-hmm. Mostly just that indie shorts and stuff. Mm.
1: Well, you know what? It's almost winter time, so time to put those indie shorts away. <laughs> you guys just put on your long pants. That was bad.
0: Thank you. All right, I had to make up for Jimmy not being here, so. No, no, that was a that was a glee joke. That was not a Jimmy gl-
1: joke. I know, but I have to try extra hard to have you make the noises he normally does. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, and we got our weekly development update, and that's pretty exciting, right? Am I right?
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. And um, you're not very excited about anything, huh? You don't. You're not getting fallout. Don't care about monthly studio report. Don't like the weekly development update. (laughs) I'm a, I'm a sadness, man.
1: They just call me, they just call me Mr. Sadness. Uh, Okay. Well, so say it along with me, John. Excluder. Excluder. Excludable. Yes. Because there's one way if you're going to print in blue text on a black background to uh, suck the old Gleepster in, and that is to make up a silly word. Then I'm hooked. <laughs>
0: Actually, the background is just a deeper blue. Is it? So it's blue on blue. Yeah. yeah. That's excludabur. <laughs>
1: it is the exclusion system the devs use to define what is included in any given build of the game. So, Excludibur, it rolls off the tongue, don't it? Yes. It does. excluder Anyhow, this system has been giving them some heartache. Um, that's not in itself really interesting. It's just that it's excluder. so I had to say it. Um, and they are finalizing LODs for the Avenger. Um, John, do you have any idea what an LOD is?
0: An LOD? Uh, man, I feel like I knew what it was. A okay so for the Avenger it's like a another type of um, module or something mm. wasn't it isn't it the name for the uh, the battlefield kit or
1: whatever huh so it's not a light omitting diode. <laughs> You see, because normally it's emitting, but you know, omitting. Uh huh. Yeah. So maybe it's like it sucks up light and stuff. It's like dark matter. We're on a roll here. We are, and we're only twelve minutes in. <laughs> All right. Um, so anyway, uh, they're finalizing the LODs for the Avenger, whatever the heck those are. But um, and it, let's let's just pretend it has something to do with variants or different modules or. Um, uh, what did they call? What yeah? What did they call those things? They're, the upgrade kits.
0: Um, yeah. Battlefield upgrade kit. Yeah, which a buck. Yeah, which yeah, buck is that's the actual. Okay, I don't know what an LOD is though. Yeah, so none of these letters match. That's good.
1: All right. So, but anyway, I'm excited because you know I think a lot of people and I don't forget which show it was on. Um, I think it might have been Inn, where uh, folk they were. Um, interviewing Disco, and Disco had said that uh, the Avenger is one of the more popular ships still. Um, so I know a lot of people who, including myself, uh, who have one who are looking forward to seeing uh, how we're going to be able to buff that critter
0: out, you know? Well, it's one of the ships that is still kind of similar size to most of the one-seater ships, mm-hmm. and but it still has like quite a large cargo bay for that size of ship, yeah. And I think that's why people gravitate towards it. And it it kind of feels like a uh, it can do it all, well, although it, there are no uh, variants
1: yet. Yeah. Well, it's a it's a sexy looking ship too. I mean, it's got the swoopy doopy lines.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So the doopies are the, the part that hooked me. I almost bought one, but I ended up going with the the uh, freelancer. Hmm. The f- is that the name of it? That sounds weird for some reason.
1: I, I didn't know you ever had a freelancer. You had a you had an Aurora.
0: Oh no, I had I had a constellation. I was thinking about the freelancer after I thought about the Avenger, but then I went with the constellation. Oh,
1: okay, okay.
0: But now I don't have that anymore. Welcome to the
1: club. Pretty much, you can me- you-, you can I'm mention still not on your level. You can men- mention pretty much any ship, and I don't have it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and so uh, as always in the weekly development update, we get our blockers and other fun issues to talk about. And there, um, there, I like this one. There is a quantum travel bug where two ships come out of travel inside of each other. You know, for
0: the holidays, it's like Minecraft. Like Minecraft. Yeah, you can walk inside people. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, kind of like that. So,
1: that's exciting. Um, and uh, there is missing space station and ArcCorp elevator geometry due to say it with me,
0: excludibber. No, nope. you didn't. You didn't say it with me. No, I'm not going to excludibber. I am excluding myself from it.
1: <laughs> well, well, that that exclusion protocol is working. Um, and they've got some general server stability issues with 17-plus players in-game, which is nice because um, it used to be... Um, that's a pretty good number of people to have in the same instance, or, or um, uh, I guess instance, uh, before it causes a problem. So, uh, you know, getting better. Um, so, you know, be sure to uh, check out the um, the pretty pictures and, uh, and the videos, like I was saying, um, uh, highlighting um, uh, the flyby sounds. Oh, no, no, this was a different a different uh, document <clears throat> starting over again and be sure to check out the pretty pictures and the videos highlighting flyby sounds and especially the UI updates omg now did you see that one john yeah isn't that amazing it's impressive yeah yeah that one was uh that had the the twitter's all happy i know um we did hear from jimmy on that one he uh he uh, uh tweeted out our uh Message us a link on that one, and that was very cool. So
0: yeah, it's nice to see them refining systems like that. Although having to actually use that while I'm flying looks kind of scary. Well, you know, but it looks fun though, and I, you know, I was yeah,
1: I was thinking, you know, I would actually rather use my mouse and, and that than uh, uh, voice attack, just because you know, you, yeah.
0: you feel it feels more interactive. But I mean, ideally, I would have like. Touch screens like in real life, and use my fingers to manipulate it. Yeah, yeah.
1: Well, uh, the uh, uh, monitors,
0: touch screen monitors, are not that expensive, are they? I think they probably are. I, I mean, I don't, I don't even know if I've seen a regular desktop monitor that has touch. Hmm. I don't even know how that would input into your computer. Would it be like USB? Yeah, I mean, it would be you know, it would have the normal video
1: um, out and then a US a USB input. I'm guessing.
0: Yeah, I've never seen that before. Well,
1: you think about it, like if you go to a, a Starbucks or some place where they you know do all the ordering on a screen, that's just a
0: yeah touch monitor. Yeah, those are different though. I mean, they're small and they're low resolution and they're probably um, resistive touchscreens. You know, like the old PDAs. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know, but. It sure would be cool, though, wouldn't it? Yeah. I mean, that's that'd be my ideal setup, I think. I I don't know. I'm kind of conflicted about the Oculus. I don't really know how I'll feel about having a thing on my face while I'm playing for hours on end. Yeah. Yeah. It's God, I wish I could try one. I wish you could rent one. Yeah, me too. I mean, I don't know. I want to buy one. Yeah. But I also feel like it's a polarizing thing where you either hate it or love it
1: yeah and it's probably going to be there are going to be some games that it's great for and other games that it's really bad for
0: yeah i think it'll be great for most first person shooter games but anything beyond that i don't know how they could implement it i mean playing like a third person shooter with a an oculus would be really weird
1: yeah, that'd be kind of strange. Like you sort of have a puppet you're pushing around or something. Yeah, yeah. well, which could be fun. So anyway, well, um, uh, well, there was the the rowcat thing, but that wasn't uh, that wasn't utilizing that would not be utilizing a UI that was in the game. That would be utilizing a UI you construct for yourself, right?
0: Yeah, the rowcat is basically a grid of buttons that you can set up to do things kind of like voice attack okay. um, so it's kind of I think it's f- a 4x6 grid so you can p- put buttons on that 4x6 grid and you can make the buttons different sizes uh, or you can make them bigger but you can't make them smaller than that 4x6 grid um. so that kind of limits you um, and you can make custom graphics and stuff <coughs> excuse me but um, Flemcast uh but I I don't think you'll be able to customize it to the point where it would look anywhere near as good as what we saw in that video. No, probably not. All right, well, uh, we're holding
1: out for touch screens then.
0: They should release their own touch screens. Big
1: nasty touch screens. Like huge of, touch screens.
0: Huge touch
1: screens. Yeah. Literally. I need them all around me. That's right, you just punch them. You don't even have to like touch them nice. You just punch them. And say
0: shields to maximum. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be cool. Exactly. Yeah. I, would I mean, t- they don't have any physical controls in Star Trek. They do all of it on a screen.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And that's, you know, it's that way in um, uh, Artemis Bridge Simulator, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because I don't know if you've seen the video at the Artemis website where they show the the stage setup that those people constructed, you
0: know, where they, they wear the uniforms. And there's actually yeah. like a... Those are all touchscreen mo- uh, monitors. Yeah, that game doesn't even have like mouse or or gamepad input does it no you yeah no. you can use mouse
1: oh you can't yeah yeah you definitely use mouse and um, but the
0: mouse is the mouse is the mouse doing like controlling the ship um
1: when i played it on p i played it a bunch on ios um but when i played it on pc over at avi's house uh for steering the ship we had a joystick Oh, okay.
0: Um, So it it does, yeah, so uh, something similar to the mouse, I guess. So, but for the most part, it's just like moving switches and stuff like that, right? Yeah, sliders and whatnot. Uh Uh-huh. You know, whatnot. We need touchscreens and sliders. And whatnot. And hot dogs. And whatnot. To go with the sliders. And whatnot because sliders are small hamburgers. Oh,
1: can I get some extra whatnot sauce? Yeah, I, I got that. Very small hamburgers. Oh. <laughs> All right. So anyway, uh, very cool. Definitely check out the Ship UI update. And I guess, um, what's his name? Um, Zane. Uh, that The young guy that was at Santa Monica, he's now global head of UI development. He's some, he's some oh, so
0: he he left uh, one direction and went to CIG? Zane Bien?
1: Different oh, Zane. This
0: is it's a different
1: Zane. Okay. I, I don't I don't I don't know my my One Direction personnel knowledge is
0: very limited. <laughs> it was a big deal. He left the group. Oh. Trying to be a solo artist. It's not gonna work though. Oh, that's too bad. I'm sorry. <laughs>
1: But anyway, so um, anyway, Zane, I guess, is, is the guy that's heading all of that up. And he, I guess he he went to Manchester. Um, they moved him to Ma- from Santa Monica to Manchester. So Good for him. Man, that's insane. <laughs> that was good. Thank you. All right. We got a note from the chairman, John. I read it. In Infinity Battlescape. It's a new game. Yeah? The man said, I'm happy to announce that the space game renaissance is upon us. Joining the ranks of Star Citizen, Elite Dangerous, No Man's Sky, Everspace, and others is Infinity Battlescape, a new crowdfunded project from iNovi? No- I, I guess Novi. iNovi Studios. As you know, I like to highlight awesome crowdfunded projects that I think the Star Citizen community would be interested in, and Infinity Battlescape seems like the perfect candidate.
0: So, you, did you watch the video in in that post? I actually saw this game before the note from the chairman, because I think uh, Matt Adlita uh, posted it on our Twitter hashtag. Oh, okay. Okay. Did you back? I didn't back. I have it set on a reminder. Oh, okay. Uh, so, I'll, if they get close to their to the end of the Kickstarter and they don't have enough money, I might back it, but... Um, I've I've just I've had a lot of experiences with backing Kickstarters, and over the qu- course of development for the games that I've backed, I've lost all interest in the game, <laughs> <laughs> except for Star Citizen. But um, so yeah, this game looks cool. It's uh, it's round based. It's not a persistent universe like Star Citizen or Elite Dangerous. Uh but it's supposedly each game can run up to multiple days long, which sounds pretty cool. But I think the idea is that there's seamless planet-to-space transitions. Um, But the video is really impressive. It's, like, really cinematic.
1: Yeah, I I really like the transitions, like you were saying, from surface to space. I liked it better than the the ones in No Man's Sky. The ones in No Man's Sky sort of seem you know too quick too easy yeah much too quick it's like you don't get the the feeling of the of the change in rates of speed yeah in any kind of realistic fashion i don't think at least that's not communicated visually i mean like the ship should shake or or something Mm -hmm. but um there was another game that i know you did back um and i've been meaning to ask you about this it was the one that wingman and the other guy i can't remember what his name was what was the other guy um, with the there were like
0: three guys I think that went with him. Yeah, the guy CIG.
1: the guy that used to make the um, the videos, and I can't remember what his name was. The, the guy with the black, with the dark beard and dark hair, the,
0: and the ponytail.
1: Yeah, yeah, that guy. Um, but anyway, Descent was the um, was the the game that they uh, left CIG to go start, and um, I, you did back that right. I did, yeah. And I did hear that it was out
0: in a limited alpha already. Um, did, have, are you a part of that? I might be, but I'm not really interested in playing that game in alpha or beta. Oh, okay. Uh, I'll probably start playing it once it's finished, but I did look at the gameplay from the alpha, and it looks pretty cool.
1: Okay, all right. Well, cool. because that was... Um Back in the day, as we say, that was a that was my very first. The original was my very first Six Degrees of Freedom game, and it was trying to do it with a mouse and keyboard was tough. I mean, I'm sure that for you, you um, MKB players now, um, Star Citizen is much easier, but it was um, it was very um, very disorienting at times uh, back in the old 386 days.
0: Yeah, I. I've never even played one before, to be honest. I was never even into, like, Unreal and that kind of arena shooters. Because I, I didn't have a PC that I could game on until really just a few years ago. Hmm. And the game I, did, I started on PC with was TF2, which is kind of an arena shooter, but it's more of a kind of a strategy... I don't know. I don't know what you would call TF two. It's a weird game. Call it it's good, a good good game though. A violent cartoon. It is. It is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you in that game you just
1: have uh, what do you have? You just have X and Z. You don't really have. Um, you don't really have the Y axis. I mean, in any real sense.
0: No. Yeah. No. That's
1: in, not a six degrees freedom game. Yeah. In uh, in descent you had all uh, all three. Hmm. So anyway, um, well, when, when you do, uh, when you do, because I know they had a real aggressive timeline for getting that thing out. So um, when it does come out, it'd be interesting to hear what you think.
0: Yeah, it seems like it's coming along pretty nicely. I mean, the graphics look nice, and it seems to run pretty smooth based on the videos. So yeah, it, it seems like they're moving along.
1: Cool. Um. All right. Well. So, uh, Chris, uh, let us know about that. So, definitely check it out. And if you're into backing indie games for for fun, uh, looks like a good candidate. Um. We had last week. We today. We got a ten for the chairman, which I have not had a chance to listen to yet. Um. So I'm excited for that. Um. Because uh, they. I don't know that they. I forget they. Uh. Previewed something that they were going to ask Chris about on RTV this week, and I can't remember what it was, but I remember at the time making a mental note: "Ooh, that's going to be cool. Check it out." But I didn't get a chance. But for next week, there's always next week. But last week we got ten for the writers, and we got with uh, Will Weisbaum and Adam Weiser, um, a couple of the writer guys, and there a were a couple of co- wise guys. Tuck, 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 tuck. One of them's I-E, and the other one's E-I. So is it I before E except after W? No, that's not right. (laughs) Um, So there were a couple questions into that that I thought were interesting uh, for at least um, for Jimmy and myself. So I thought I would bring those up to discuss since Jimmy's not here. Uh, Josh Kabosh, which is a a cool name, uh, asked... What are the narcotics going to be like in game? Can we consume and manufacture them? Or is it purely going to be a trade item? And Will, Mr. Weisbaum, answered this one. He said, we already have a great example of light narcotic use in the game. When you go to your fancy bar in your hangar and you drink some booze, you'll start to see your vision get all blurry and stuff. So I think it's a good indicator of how we'd like to see narcotic use be experienced in the game that if you go through the effort of taking a drug, it should have some fun, weird effect to some extent. To what extent still has to be figured out, I could see taking a stim that lets you run for a slightly longer time because you're all jacked up and then maybe afterwards you crash and you can barely move or stuff like that. And regarding manufacturing, the Endeavor was a great first step in bringing science to player manufacturing processes. It will be exciting to see how it all ties into hospitals and creating medicines and stuff. So that's that's kind of interesting. I I thought it was a a little bit more... um, uh, It seemed a little bit uh, on the M side of uh, T for Teen. Uh, You know, just uh, then I would kind of expect to hear from them in the game. Um, but have, have they addressed the T rating recently at all? Not that I'm aware of. Not that I'm aware of. I mean, but I can't imagine they would go out with an M on this. I mean, that seems like that would be, be. Um, um, I mean, because what what has? Um, I mean, because I know they're they're on blood. They're very, um, uh, you know, you're, you're not going to see like limbs blown off, yeah, and, and stuff like that. So yeah, I
0: just wonder when the T-rated thing was stated and how concrete that was? That's a really good
1: question. Um, I don't remember specifically, but uh, that has been my understanding for quite some time now. So, um, I don't know. Is there anything on the website that says anything about it?
0: I don't know. I think I only heard it from you. Um,
1: Let's let's blame Jimmy on this one. I think this is Jimmy's fault. Okay, Because he's not here. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. So, but anyway, I thought it was just—it was a, you know, a little bit. I mean, I, that's right. I'm, I'm, a, I'm not doesn't bother me. But I just—it seemed a little bit inconsistent with other stuff that I, or my perception of other things that I had thought, at least thought I heard. It's getting yeah, harder it, to tell. It
0: you know. seems like certain aspects can't really align with the T rating, and it's, I'd, I'd like to see some gore in there. <laughs>
1: So are, are, are you going to be are you be day and date for uh, the new Doom when it comes out? Oh yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. Man, that showing at E3 was impressive.
1: That I it's been a long time since a, a, a game sort of grossed me out. That was that was almost a bit much. I but like it, I like it. It it, <laughs> it was a bit much. Yeah, I don't <laughs> That the you know every, I was fine until we got to the
0: chainsaw. The chainsaw. Oh took, man, took me deep. I Love the chainsaw part. Ugh. I don't like. I don't really like. Um, like surgery type stuff. That kind of grosses me out. But if there's just like, spewing blood and it's like really comically overdone, I like it.
1: Yeah, it's got to be. It's got to be over the top. And the doom stuff didn't
0: was not quite. Over the top for me, but oh well, that's it wasn't quite over the top. The well, guys sawing somebody in half with a chainsaw.
1: Well, well, I mean, it was not you know cartoony
0: enough. I guess. It, oh, okay. It looked a little too. There needed to be more blood so that it could block the gory action. Yeah,
1: the it was. The realism was a bit too much, even though it was space aliens, which... Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah I can see that.
1: Alright. So, anyway, I think it's going to be uh, interesting for, um, I mean, sort of recreational uh, uh, hallucinogenic drugs aside, um, I'm imagining for um, for PVP, or not PVP, for FPS combat, that stim packs are going to be um, sort of a, a regularly occurring thing. Also, um, for the medic role, you're going to want to have. Um, um, I'm guessing there's going to be for uh, dealing with injuries that you know there will be some equivalent of um, um, uh, morphine. Um, you know, if a, if a player you know starts to um, convulse or something, I mean, maybe uh, what's that one? Norepinephrine is that the one that they they shoot you with to prevent seizure? Or I'm, I have no idea. <laughs> I I have a, a whole class endeavor. I should know these things, but maybe I'll EpiPen.
0: Learn. Epinephrine. That's a thing.
1: Yeah, that's for that's for allergic reactions.
0: Anyway, um, yeah, but an EpiPen is just—it's like uh, what you call it. Uh, you know that thing that makes you like excited? Huh? It's like a thing in your body. Some kind of oh, juice. endorphins? No.
1: Oh man. Well I know like if I people that are allergic to the bee stings, you know, yeah. need to carry the epipen, you know, to avoid anaphylactic shock. Right.
0: But it triggers the release of this thing in your body. Adrenaline? Adrenaline, that's it. Okay. Yay. <laughs> Well, um,
1: have you have you played the medic role in Arma Three? No. You should check with the uh, the Ace mod enabled. You should check that out. The all of the I've
0: st- revived people.
1: All the stuff. Well, I, in vanilla Arma, I guess it's
0: not as I haven't played that role in vanilla Arma. No, but. I think I've done the Ace stuff. It has like that wheel. Yes. that Pops up. Yeah. Yeah. That.
1: You know, and all of the different drugs that you can uh, use. I know they have the you know uh, uh, you know plasma even for infusions and stuff like that. It's, Dang, dude. Yeah, so it's it's pretty intense. But anyway, so point being is that along with the Endeavor Hope class ship, in uh, the hospital, there's going to be a need for uh, manufacturing um, medicines. Um, I guess I guess whether you call them drugs or whether you call them medicines um, depends upon. Uh, your licensing, <laughs> but um, uh, anyway, I thought that was an interesting an interesting uh, uh, question. And then for Jimmy too, because um, I, I think that at some point it's safe to say he will attempt to smuggle um, something that is um, less than licensed between systems in his ship for profit. What's that? not supposed to talk about it. Oh, I know. It's the the first rule of those guys with ships, is you don't talk about those guys with ships. (laughs) Alright. I was never here. This conversation never happened. Gerald Evans then asked, is there anything about underground... This question's for me. About underground racing being written into the lore. With the Am- Armada package being as much of a hit as it was, my org is looking to start an underground circuit of capital ship cup racing, where Idris and larger ships are the timing rings that the racers pass through to mark progress around a course. So that'd be cool. Like You'd be flying through like the 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 hangar area of the ship instead of like flying through the rings that would be pretty cool yeah 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 um i had the idea when i saw the first video of star citizen featuring the bengal and then the top gun homage sealed it remember that one that who, who did that do you recall the top gun homage
0: yeah i can't remember
1: was I that remember the video though was that years 100 that did that no i don't think it was him okay but anyway that was cool we all remember the video um, and after seeing the hangar control room in the CitizenCon Morrow tour, I realized that tracking which ships come and go might not only be simple, but even recorded on the ship's log. So that would be cool. Like if there was functionality in there to kind of uh, uh, record, set up an impromptu race, and then record the results. That would that would be cool. So you you would turn one of those ships like into your own starting and finishing tube. You know, kind of like yeah we have in the. In the um, Murray Cup stuff currently and Adam took a a swing at this uh, question and he said there's the Abel Baker Challenge which takes place in the Baker system which right now in the lore canon is the most famous underground race in the verse but that said it doesn't mean it's the only one and it doesn't mean that a really cool race that is somehow put together by an org or by guys, by you guys cannot come to prominence it's definitely something we know is out there And then he comments later that, you know, NASCAR here in the United States started off as bootleggers just trying to run away from cops. And that turned into racing. And I wouldn't be surprised if in the course of making the game, you guys find some cool things to be able to do. For example, modify your ships or to make different courses. You may find that some places that were never intended to be a race course actually make for a really cool race course. We're eager to see you guys get out there and do stuff like that. So that, that was kind of, you know, I thought nice that, you know, it's it's not going to be a situation where, um, where they're supportive of, you know, hey, we thought that this particular system, the way that procedural generation just spit it out, would make a really good race course. Can we put stuff in place where we can make that happen? And they're like totally behind that. Yeah. So, but they're the writers, so it's easy for them to be behind it. Like, the <laughs> the guys programming the stuff are, like, going to shut up, shut up.
0: Stop telling them that. It would be cool if they created some kind of device that was just, like, a, a timekeeper or something. And it could just uh, know when your ship flies over it so that you could set up your own impromptu course, I guess.
1: Yeah, I mean somewhere where you have to, you know, essentially like like pylons, um, but you you have to fly within so many meters of it. Um, yeah. To um, uh, to, in, in in order, kind of like you know, like racing in um, uh, a GTA. Yeah. You know that would. Yeah, be very in GTA
0: cool. Online, you can do an impromptu race anywhere. Yeah, I mean,
1: man, I, did you did you ever play? I think I probably asked you this before. Did you ever play um, L, uh, L.A. Was it Midnight Club? No, I didn't. Ah, great game, great game. If if you ever get it, see it for cheap. Uh, pick it up for your uh, for your Xbox. It, it's it's a lot of fun.
0: Can you walk around in that game, or is it just driving?
1: Uh, you are just driving. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're just driving. But um, yeah,
0: it's, it's, I I used to like uh, Need for Speed Carbon. Used to have that one. That was a good one. It it was all um, nighttime. There was no daytime. It was kind of cool with all the neon. Yeah, yeah,
1: that's definitely. All right. So um, that was a uh, that was what I a couple questions I, I pulled out of there. I thought were were interesting stuff that we're all looking forward to in the game: drugs and driving fast. Mm-hmm. All right. Reverse the Verse episode seventy we got, and uh, they uh, were talking about the ten dollars concierge backer VIP citizen cards. Uh, are did you uh, did you see anything about that?
0: I think, I think I was actually talking to um, Taros earlier, mm-hmm. uh, and he said that he picked one up. Yeah, I know. Um, um I, I believe t- was was a Tabascoid.
1: Um. One of our, our guys that was at uh, CitizenCon actually tweeted out that he picked his up, too. And um, they're non-personalized, which, you know, at first I thought, like, you know, oh, well... And from what they were saying on on the the, the stream or on uh, Reverse the Verse, that 10 bucks is basically just covering the cost of, of, of making the thing and getting it out to us. So they're not really actually making any money on it, but that it was something that... Uh, members of the community had been uh, requesting and and asking for. So
0: um, that was really why they were doing it. Um, It kind of seems like a weird thing to me. I think a concierge is someone that spent $1,000. Is that what it is? I I I didn't even know what it is. Um, Yeah, that's what Taros told me. And I don't know. It seems kind of weird that you have to pay to get that. I think it'd be nice if they just sent them out to anybody that spends that much. Well, you know, um,
1: it, you know, in the idea of them putting money to um, uh, to good use um, or to best use, I would say if if ten dollars is there is their marginal cost on producing those things, then if you want one, you should cough up the ten bucks because otherwise, you know, if they if. If they send one out, yeah. But
0: to- the only people that can buy them are people that are concierge,
1: right? Right. No, I, I get it. And so we're gonna we're just gonna suppose that folks that have been able to put that much money into the game have
0: the disposable income to cough up ten bucks if they want it. Okay, but I see it more as a thank you. I think it'd be neat if they if you, after you've spent a thousand dollars, they ship you uh, this little concierge card yeah
1: well you see but that's taking that's that's taking up developer money though Uh, it's ten dollars out of a thousand yeah i know i know i i I hear i hear you point one percent i ooh, look look at you um yeah i i um i understand that argument i've i'm i'm not i'm okay with the 10 bucks um and um, I, I if if that I, I, it looks like I am a member of the club or at least I qualify because it is available in the store for me, um, and I was not going to get one uh, because I didn't you know because it is non personalized. I was thinking you know, huh? This is kind of kind of okay, but not really very special um, until I heard or read somewhere that when they have CIG events. That if you have that card with you, it's going to it's going to grant you access to um, either certain areas or stuff like that. It'll be it basically would be like a backstage pass, um, uh-huh. or allow you into into a concierge lounge or something. So um, if they have if the next Citizen Con is uh, is here in uh, in California, then and uh, I I know I'm I'm planning on going, and I think Jimmy's going too. I don't know if you'd be able to make it out. Um, I think it would be cool to have have that and, and get whatever access uh, it provides. So, I think I will spend the ten dollars. I'm happy for you. No, you're not. You're I'm happy saying. for your purchase. You know, you're not. You just. <laughs> All right, enough about that. Um we are going to get a cutlass design post within the next two next week or so. So, and it's supposed to be um, um a top-level design doc showing how the ship began, where it is now, and plans for it in the future. So, I'm really looking forward to see how they flesh out the red, uh the cutlass red, um, because the picks that we've seen in the in the past uh for the black are really impressive and um, Right now, the red, um, the um, you know, it has the medical bays and stuff in it, but they they, it's <clears throat> definitely last generation graphics. You know, it's like if you get up too close, you know, the, the monitors and all the stuff pixelates out. Um, so I'm, I'm really, I'm I'm hoping for a badass space autoclave. I'm gonna I'm gonna need one of those. You know, what's an autoclave? Ha <laughs> ha. See. That was my fancy word of the week. Um, An autoclave is a thing that they put the um, uh, instruments into to to sanitize them. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, um, uh, like, you know, when you go to the dentist and stuff, and they have those, like, things they pick your teeth with when they clean them, they they put those after they're done working on you. They don't just, you know, like, wipe it off and then use it on the next guy. They have to put it in the autoclave to uh, sanitize it. Does it, like... Boil it or something. You know, I think in the past they used to uh, boiling water was the uh, was the, the method. Um, and again, here I have no actual medical knowledge, um, but I think now there's um, you know chemicals and and like radiation and you know.
0: Oh, that sounds good. Space waves. Involved. That's exactly what I want. Yes, chemicals I want that. and radiation mm-hmm. on my doctor tools.
1: <laughs> doctor tools.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right. So anyway, that's um, looking forward to the Cutlass design post since I have one again. So um, that now I'm all now that's the most important thing in the world. Uh, no announcement on uh, or yet on what will be available in the anniversary sale, but many ships are possible. Uh, the Anniversary week kicks off November 19th with a three-hour live stream. It's going to be a good one, they said. And it's going to feature Chris and Sandy and other cool stuff. The, their intention for it is to have it be like a mini Citizen Con, uh, lots of new videos, uh, etc. And it's on a Thursday, which sucks, because like it's going to be right in the middle of the work day, at least for me. So um, that ain't going to happen, but I'm sure we'll uh, check it out on the replay. That's the 19th? Yes. Yes. And um, then uh, there was a question that came in when they started taking questions uh, about which ships were going to be available in Alpha 2.0, multi-crew ships. And uh, they said, you know, it's going to be the Connie and the the Retaliator. And I believe it's the Andromeda for the Constellation. Um, And I'm I'm assuming that it's going to be the... I wonder if it would be the the bomber variant of the retaliator, you know, sort of the stock one, or if they they would uh, allow you to uh, wreck modules for that, because uh, it seems like um, having the troop transport variant would be very useful. Yeah. Um, so I, anyway, I hope hopefully, and uh, there might be a hangar ready surprise or two, but they're not going to talk about that yet. No hype for things that might not happen. Um, so there hasn't been a new hangar ready ship for a while since the retaliator, I think, and that's really? been, that's been a long time, yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, and how um, about flight ready? That's feel like that's even been longer, or who? no? That was more recent. That was the uh, Merlin the Vandal ships, right?
1: Yes, and I think the Merlin was actually hangar ready since the retaliator.
0: Oh, that's right.
1: Yeah. But it's so small. It's it's it doesn't seem like a real ship. It doesn't count. It doesn't count. It's only half a ship. Yeah. Um and they keep, you know, you keep hearing rumblings about the starfare, so I'm wondering if maybe um that is going to be what pops up. And if it does, I will totally hate myself because I don't have one anymore. That would be weird. Me totally hating myself. No, I've been doing it my entire life. <laughs>
0: How, I, don't it, I don't understand why think, the uh, they kept talking about the Herald being hanger ready
1: soon. That is another one that I, I've heard rumored on other shows, um, and then also uh, some folks think that the Reliant is going to happen sooner than later. That they are, um, we saw the white boxing video earlier, so uh, I think folks are, are thinking maybe that was going to um, make an appearance in the hangar uh, before too long. So we will see. And again, uh, regarding the loaner multi-crew ships for 2.0, they're leaning towards most folks getting the Constellation, but they'll be posting uh, an update. Um, They're going to have a a table, I guess, that says if you have this ship that's not available, you're going to get this one. So you'll either get the Connie or the Tally, um, depending upon uh, which large ship that isn't ready you own. Um, so they said if you have the if you have a if your ship tends to be one of the the higher end ships then you'll probably get a, the Andromeda. Um, so I guess maybe if you had a freelancer you would get a Retaliator instead because that's you know one of the lower end multi crew ships.
0: Oh yeah, I get a Retaliator for my Orion. I I'll, think I'll bet you you get the Connie. Oh wait, the, yeah, Orion. The Orion
1: was, is an RSI. Well, the Orion is also three fifty too, which was. Um, uh, so, price-wise, one of the um, um, more expensive ships. Yeah, you know, so because like the the freelancers are all under two hundred bucks, aren't they? Or they were. I think you can get one. I for think like so, one fifty or something like that. So anyway, they're gonna they're gonna post a a, a table out there um, that uh, that cross references what you got. But with, wait, what you're the retaliator
0: is more expensive than the Androm- Andromeda, isn't it?
1: Uh. 275 for the retaliator correct
0: I believe and the Andromeda is more than that
1: oh I don't know I don't know oh. um, um, but um, yeah
0: I thought it was based on manufacturer
1: that could be too but oh, that's. But I've, I've not heard I've heard people say that but I've not heard CIG say that anyone at CIG oh, okay. say
0: that so because the Connie's an RSI right
1: um and so um anyway we'll see what they do with that and then someone asked about the ship status page. Remember that guy named James that used to work there and he had a ship yeah. status page that was very cool. Well, yep. there hasn't been an update to it in a while um because um not because James isn't there but Anymore, but uh, because the ship team is redoing the whole ship pipeline, and once that is done, we should get the status page back. So looking forward to that, and looking forward to the the pipeline, which uh, they say they're making a lot of progress on and getting close to uh,
0: having done. So that will be cool. So I wonder why James' account in the forums still says staff. That's a really good question. Yeah, because I have that page bookmarked, and I'm looking at it. still says staff, although it does say it was edited by Disco Lando on July 18th. That was a while ago. <laughs> that was a while ago, yeah. Uh, maybe because Turbulent is in Canada. Oh, yeah, and time moves slower
1: there. Well, you know, Canada. Hey. <laughs> hey. I like the round bacon, though. The round bacon's good. Um, okay, so we also uh, we did get uh, an ATV this week, 2.06. I, I like we have two decimal places on our uh, on our um, uh, number there. <laughs> I just I feel more accurate. And uh, the interview this week was with QA tester Tyler Whitkin, and uh, you know he was talking about that QA ain't just sitting around playing the game. So, as much as you, John, love the alpha builds, I'm guessing his is not a job that you would want.
0: I don't like alpha builds, actually. Yeah,
1: so I'm thinking I'm thinking that would not make you uh, make you happy if you did that all day every day. No. No. It'd make me. A- Unhappy. We don't want that. We don't want that at all. Uh, we got to see the new office space that CIG is moving into. Jared led a tour, and uh, it looked like pretty much any other unfinished office building that you may have had the chance to be inside at some point. Uh, and for some reason, he kept ending up in the kitchen and commenting about food and snacks and meals and, you know, om-nom-nom-nom-nom-nom. Um, so. <laughs> That was kind of his take on on the new digs. Is uh, here is the kitchen. Oh, and hey, look, here is the
0: kitchen. And then like it looked like Bug Smashers was just filmed in some like lonely corner this week. <laughs> Poor Mark. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and this week's MVP is
1: was uh, life on Lars who created those really cool retro style star citizen wallpapers we talked about last week on the community show I think Jimmy was the one that brought those up and nice. um, those are so cool I've got I've got them on all my computer
0: screens now how about you John I don't but I've been too I don't have them because I've been too busy working on the website but they were really nice. I need to use those somewhere. You have been busy. Um, and then the
1: sneak peek, definitely, if nothing else, go check this out. Um, and I will post a link to the uh, that point in the uh, uh, show. It shows the Retaliator Escape Pod Recovery. And here is a, this was a, a fueled some speculation that there is going to be a search and rescue variant for the Avenger because a Retaliator spits out an escape pod, and then it um, floats around for a while, and then an Avenger comes and scoops it up. You don't get a really good perspective on how the Avenger scoops it up, the, the mechanic for how it it grabs the the pod, but. Um, it, it must have a bay of some sort that allows Just it. Just use suction. <laughs> it's space, got a straw. Space suction, um, tractor beam. But um, anyway, that was uh, that was extremely cool, and um, so uh, we will see when we find out about those LODs for the A V E N G E R. What, uh, what, uh, how, Which LOD is the search and rescue LOD?
0: Yeah, and those BUKs and the PU. Mm-hmm. On the PTU Alpha build, O M G PTU,
1: M O U S E, and if you stay to the very end of uh, the reverse the verse, you are treated to uh, Lando and uh, um, Tyler uh, performing "The Lion Sleeps Tonight" for us. It's um, it's very silly and made me smile a lot. So check that. I will link that as well. So check check that out. So uh, what do we got coming up, John? We got um, we got 2.0 to the PTU. We hope sometime soon. We, I don't think there has been much of an update since uh, since last week. I mean, apart from uh, what we saw in the weekly development update. So
0: um, um, yeah, I don't know about that one. It feels like it. I just don't know. It, it, I mean, it, everything. It, everything they're saying, just makes it feel like it's gonna be here like within a week yes but I don't I don't know I'm not feeling it
1: yes I know I know it's it's once bitten twice shy so but we will sure. um, whatever that means um, <laughs> but we will keep an eye out for it I mean yeah it does seem like some of the stuff is um, is just uh, little polishy things so um, I mean apart from the stuff like... Missing space station geometry, and, and you know why that space station geometry is missing, John. You're not going to say do. that. Right? I do. I <laughs> do. You don't need to tell me. Excludable. <laughs> that's my new favorite word. I'm naming my next child excludibur. Um, and that's really, really odd. Okay. Um. So, um. <clears throat> follow me here, John. Hey, guys. Who's the site hosting services provider that won't cop out when there's danger all about?
0: It says here that I'm supposed to say engine. Right on. <laughs> have you ever seen that movie? Uh,
1: Shaft? No. With Richard Roundtree? It. Uh, it's, no. Nope. It's, 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 it's worth watching. Support Engine, they power our website, which John has been working very, very hard on. Go see it. It's very, very cool. So no pressure, John. You're going to have that release in, tomorrow, right? <laughs> uh,
0: yes. I'm, I, there's just a few little things. There's a, one thing I had to cut. I had to cut something for this release. Um, uh, but to implement that thing shouldn't take me too much longer. Okay, so um, did you Did you have to cut multi-crew? Did you cut the multi crew? That's exactly what I cut. Did you, oh, man. Did you cut the SATA ball? Did you cut the star No, I got ones? that in there. Oh, <laughs> good. <laughs> all right. Well,
1: definitely do go check them out. They are at engine.com. That's E N J I N.com for all your site hosting needs. Support Ronald Jenkies. Check him out at ronaldjenkies.com. You see what I'm doing here, John? Do you see what I'm doing here? And it's all because you're, of you. You're doing the outro. I don't get it. You know, you know, you're not paying attention. What? What are you doing? Support Star Citizen the base radio. <laughs> they are at radio.starcitizenbase.com, where you can find a rebroadcast of the previous week's verse cast every Saturday
0: afternoon. What are you doing? I don't get it. You're just talking about Ronald Jenkins, and then you ask me what you're doing. I cut off the W W S and the H T T P S. Oh, see. See, it's so subtle. <laughs> the link becomes a subtleness. It does. It has subtlety. <laughs> <laughs>
1: all right, I am TGW Stroke S Gleep. Check the show notes for all my contact information. John, where can it up the-
0: again? What's that? Stroke. What stroke
1: S. Stroke S. Yeah, it's a slash. That's how they. That's how they say it over in England. Oh, stroke. They call it a stroke. Well then, what's the other, the one that leans the other way? That's a good question. We'll have to ask one of our guys uh, over there
0: to uh, enlighten us on that. You know, they call Z's Zeds. I did know that one actually. They call mm-hmm. H's H's.
1: Yes, that is that is interesting, isn't it? Yeah. All right. Well, let's let's not attempt let's attempt not to insult our English friends since we've already taken shots at our Canadian friends.
0: One country at a time. <laughs> My. Name is the only Jonto. You can follow me on Twitter by that username. Uh, you can find me on RSI and Versecast and Steam, all the places pretty much. Uh, you can email me at John at Versecast.org. You can email the show at comms at Versecast.org. You can follow us on Twitter at Versecast. We're Versecast pretty much everywhere. Uh, make sure to use the hashtag TGWS uh, when you're tweeting so that all of our guys with ships can find that stuff com slash org slash versecast is where you can find our organization. We are those guys with ships. We'd love to have you. Versecast.org is our website that I'm totally overhauling. Um, and at versecast.org slash <laughs> podcast slash slash stroke podcast. Stroke. <laughs> <laughs> I'm having one right now. Uh. <laughs> slash podcast stroke podcast um, is totally brand new kind of uh, gave some new life into that page and it has all of our contact links all of the links for the the podcast mm-hmm. our personal contact links everything is on that page you can get it to is. the show notes from there you can. you can even listen to the show from that page everything is there that's so. Amazing. Yeah, so if you want to share the show with a friend or you're looking for a specific thing and you don't want to go back listening to the show to find the notes and all that stuff, just go to versecast.org. Stroke podcast. Throke? I didn't say that. What are you. <laughs> what's a, what's a throke? Oh, my God. <laughs> Upvote us on the RSI Community Hub. Please. Go to hub. Go to hub.versecast.org. That'll forward you right to the page that you need to be on. And we are at, last time I checked, like 105 upvotes, which is yeah! great. That is great. We're, we're Really, this is the big time. <laughs> yeah. I can feel it. Um, leave us a review on iTunes. We are Versecast over there, and we'd really appreciate your review. We haven't gotten one since August.
1: It's been a while, but I... I, I I fear that the aggregator has failed us. So, um, it's, maybe I, yeah. I
0: guess if there are a lot of people outside of the U.S. leaving us reviews, then we're not seeing them. But yeah, I, I don't know. I'm, We've hit critical mass.
1: I, I just you know send us an email. That's that's the the most direct way to uh, to get in touch with us and let us know that you that you either like or don't like what we're doing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Although this week uh, our email. Um, uh provider has uh, been under uh, undergoing some rather vicious uh, denial of service attacks so um,
0: yeah but the it's back up now did you check it again
1: i did i checked it i oh, okay. was able to get in right before the show tonight so yeah. I, know, I know that i'm up to date
0: yeah so uh, i think everybody should just we should, we should just forget about itunes we're at five stars you know I don't need anybody bringing us down
1: that's right steve jobs is dead forget about iTunes (laughs) what (laughs) Steve Jobs is dead I'm out until next time then we are those guys with ships and this has been the verse cast see
0: you in the verse love you Canada love you Steve Jobs Gleep hates you because you're dead (laughs) he's dead to me (laughs) oh man is it too soon never (laughs)